companies paying no tax. Let's have a look. Good afternoon everyone, Florian Heiser here and welcome to another episode of Heiser Says. I thought today we would have a look at this article from the ABC about recent ATO data about a third of large companies that pay no tax. So let's go and I've got my stein of ice cold water at the moment because it's bloody hot in Queensland right now guys, really hot. So let's have a look at this. About one third of large companies have once again failed to pay a cent of tax even though they have made a gross profit according to the tax office latest corporate tax transparency report released today. Now, a lot of people get very emotional about that. They get angry that these businesses are not paying any tax. But before we jump into it, we need to realize it could be a multitude of reasons. Maybe they made no money. Maybe they shifted all their profit offshore. Maybe they were strategically avoiding tax. Maybe they made a loss in previous years and had to offset it. You know, maybe they're just getting in trouble. But all of these things together, all of these things together, they just scream one thing to me, and that is the insane complexity of our tax system. There's a whole industry designed to minimize tax. And this is the biggest difference in the classes in our civilization. The upper echelons have access to minimize their taxation. Even the middle class have access to minimize their taxation through property investment. I'd say the majority of Australians are using that to minimize their taxation. And you know, the working stiffs who don't have access to this don't have the same advantages to minimize it. I'm not a fan of tax. I think government is probably one of the least effective ways of efficiently spending money, but they're very good at wasting it. So there's, and there's a whole lot of taxes that just keep getting added onto. But we need to think, when we're reading this, we need to think about all these different scenarios. And that's the one takeaway I would put onto all of you, that our tax system is much too complicated. If we look at our natural resources, you know, all the, the natural resources where these corporations are mining up a finite resource, and then they are able to offset, you know, we, they, the royalties are only paid on their profits, they're not on the actual extracted resource. So it would be like someone coming to buy some potatoes off you then and uh, from your yard and then they deduct the cost of the petrol to drive to your house to get the potatoes off you similar to what is happening with the natural resources for our civilization but don't worry i'm sure it provides a lot of employment for you know robots and 457 visa workers you know i'm sure it'll all be fine we need to simplify things that would be my one my one takeaway before I even get into this, let me know what you think, guys. So, of the 2,214 entities covered by the Australian Taxation Office data for 2017-18, 710 did not pay any tax. Many companies have claimed tax losses and concessions that often go back several years. There were 1,504 corporate entities in the 2017-18 data that reportedly uh, reported tax payable of 52.3 billion a net increase of 6.6 .6 billion from the previous year but just think about this think about this here claiming tax losses from previous years well, that's that's fine everyone can do that but this here this other word concessions it's interesting governments like to give concessions or pick winners and in industries so they're stacking the cards against us 
The ATO's report noted the increase was primarily driven by the mining, energy and water segment, off the back of strong commodity prices, which were up 15% in Australian dollar terms in 2017-18. ATO Deputy Commissioner Rebecca Saint said groups that consistently reported losses or unusually low taxable income were more likely to attract the ATO's attention. She told ABC News there were still instances of outright tax avoidance in which multinationals attempted to ship profits outside of Australia to reduce their local taxable income, and these often resulted in the ATO's Tax Avoidance Task Force specialist team undertaking audits. The positive trend we are now observing is that many companies have ceased generating accounting losses and are now offsetting profits by utilising losses from previous years, Ms. Saint said. We expect many companies to exhaust these losses and begin paying income tax in the coming years, she added. ATO, well, okay, you hope they would. But that is all contingent on the economy continuing to grow and times not getting bad. Consumer spending shooting up, which is not good with the way confidence is going, or wage growth as well. Maybe their losses may no longer simply be accounting shifting, but may materialize in reality. We'll have to see. ATO says it has it takes strong action against tax avoidance. Ms. Saint said laws passed by the federal government were helping the ATO take strong action. She said more than $7 billion of sales income was now being booked in Australia as a result of companies like Facebook and Google, Google restructuring in response to the federal government's tougher anti-avoidance laws, including the multinational anti-avoidance law. So here's the thing. This is the scale of companies that we're talking about here, guys. They can take advantage. They can hire professional practices like those that are arguing for the cash ban to minimize the taxation they have to pay. So the diverted profits tax is also helping the agency get the information it needs if companies are deliberately obfuscating. And previous stronger transfer price laws passed under the former Labor government have given the ATO an arsenal to fight companies it believes may be overstepping the line. Of the 2,214 corporate entities covered in the data, 1,197 are foreign-owned companies with an income of $100 million or more. Of the 1,017 Australian public or private entities, entities 594 have an income of $100 million or more and 423 have an income of 200 or more. Corporate entities with an income of more than 5 billion represent only 2% of the corporate transparency population, but are liable for 53% of the tax payable for the population. Just think about that. Think about that, how much taxes they're actually paying. No wonder the government wants to go after them. But yet, yet, there's, right now, there was the, the in the, estimates hearing in the Senate about the cash ban. And we'll go through that later tonight. Yet they're, they're, they're pushing for this ban. And uh, Robbie from the CEC, he, he rang me up and he mentioned that uh, he mentioned to a Labour politician he met with that the you know, Black Economy Task Force is painting it, painting it as a blue collar tax avoidance scheme. They're not even talking about the white collar tax avoidance. These little tradies doing a cashy. What do you think they're going to spend the cashy on if they do it? What do you think they're going to spend it on? Where do you think it's going to go? 
You know, you think they're going to send it over to the Cayman Islands? No, it's going to go to BCF to buy a new bloody jet ski or a, or a motor or some fishing tackle. I know that's being very stereotypical, but bloody hell. Or, or no, it'll, if it were me, it would be going to the bottle shop and getting some nice ice-cold Bundy rums. It, I tell you, it's getting real hot in Queensland. Did I say that already? So yeah, it's one of, one of these, these summers this time, guys. Or it'll go to a new air conditioner. This share of tax payable decreased slightly from 57% in the previous year, the ATO report said. So why companies did not pay any tax? The proportion of entities with nil tax payable has fallen over the past three years, from 36% in 2015-16 to 34% in 2016-17 and 32% in 2017-18. We look at the tax positions of these large companies very, very closely, Ms. Saint said. And we have observed that companies can and do make losses as part of usual business practices. The reason why 710 companies did not pay any tax in 2018 and 17 included 269 entities that reported taxable income, but prior year losses were available to be deducted against their profits, so no tax was payable. 242 entities reported an accounting loss. 146 entities reported an accounting profit. But reconciliation items, such as tax deductions allowed at higher rates than accounting uh, permits, resulted in a tax loss. 53 entities reported a taxable income, but were also entitled to offset, such as the research and development tax incentive, at least equal to the tax otherwise payable. This is the thing, why people are talking about cuts to R&D, they're making it appear as, you know, as this bad thing, cutting R&D, oh no, we need it. If you've got any experience with seeing how some people wrought the system, what is considered research and development. I had a, a landlord who was an industrial designer. He literally built an extension on the back of his building, claimed it back as R&D, and actually made profit in the credits he got. There was no way that was R&D. That's not innovation, guys. That's not, that's, you know, that's not pushing forward the economy. But, yeah, okay. You know, let him do it. So petroleum resource rent tax tops $1 billion. So as the ATO foreshadowed last year, the petroleum resource rent tax payable exceeded $1 billion. There were nine corporate entities with PP, sorry, PRRT payable of $1.16 billion. The number of entities paying PRRT decreased from 14 in the previous year, and PRRT payable increased from $946 million. The increase in PRRT payable reflects the increased profitability of PRRT liable companies in 2017-18, of which oil prices up 21% were a key driver, the ATO's report said. The ATO also provides a theoretical estimate of how much tax is owed by large corporates with a turnover of more than $250 million. In 16-17, large corporates groups reported approximately $47 billion in company income tax. The net tax gap was estimated at two billion or four percent. So there's calls for more transparency. While more than 170 large corporate groups have signed up to the Board of Taxation's Voluntary Tax Transparency Code, many companies still do not give detailed information about their tax affairs. Senior Commissioner Jeremy Hirschhorn has previously made public comments noting that the corporate tax transparency data offers limited information which is hard to reconcile with accounting information in company financial reports. The financial reports often give limited insight into the, a company's operations, 
Mr. Hershaw has called on companies to be far more transparent, including by providing more details about money flowing offshore to related entities in financial and or other reports. The ATO notes several limitations in its data. Firstly, the 2,214 corporate tax entities are not necessarily standalone entities and are sometimes part of a group of entities. Here's another thing. Here's another question to put to you. Why do you think these businesses are offshoring their money? Why do you think? Why do you think when I order something or subscribe to Autodesk for my point cloud software, it goes to Ireland? Because it's cheaper. They make more money. It creates jobs and opportunity in that country because their taxes are lower. Maybe, maybe, instead of getting more power thanks to labor, doing this, that, and the other, we look at how we could reduce the taxes in this country. What dead weight could we cut? What could we make more efficient? What laws could we get rid of so we don't need to police them anymore? Where could we save money? How could we get our taxes down to make it? Maybe Australia could come a country where people start flooding money in, drive, you know, increasing the value and purchasing power of the Australian dollar, then making it more economically viable for our own manufacturing industry to actually be competitive. Maybe, you know, kind of drive up that quality of life and cost of living. And those wages, those wages, maybe they could start going up a bit. But no, we, we can't have that. We'll, we, just, we just need more more rules, more, 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 you know, things to allow the tax department, because they're the good guys. There's no mention at all about the the terrible treatment of whistleblowers and some of the, the environment in that department. But that's for another thing. So we'll jump back here. The majority of economic groups in the corporate transparency population have linked entities outside the scope of this measure, the report says. About 72% of Australian private entities in the transparency population are linked to groups controlled by wealthy individuals, including high wealth individuals. The group consists of close to 11,000 linked entities, including companies, trusts, partnerships, and superannuation funds. The ATO report said confidentiality provisions prevented the agency disclosing certain information about them. This means we cannot include details of the income and tax paid by other related entities, the report said. GetUp Campaign's director, Ed Miller, said the tax system needs to be overhauled. People are see sick of waking up each December to find out they've personally contributed more tax than massive corporations, he said. Wage, yeah, but these massive corporations, if they've been running at a loss, why shouldn't they be able to write that off from one year to the next? My issues are with using, well, being able to write off losses against minerals that they're extracting and find out natural resources. I think it should just be an old biblical portion of what's off the ground is given to the civilization. Uh, forget about their profits. That's separate. But you know that—that's too old-fashioned, isn't it? It's too old-fashioned. Wages have flatlined. Everyday people are feeling the brunt of a stagnating economy and still paying more tax than some of the world's biggest corporations. It's just not fair. Well, no, he's right. It isn't fair. Life isn't fair. That's true. There's something a lot of lefties don't realize, although they learn it the hard way. But I agree that our tax system needs to be simplified. It needs to be significantly simplified. I would love to see Australia's company, corporate tax rates drop significantly. I'd love to see our personal tax rates drop significantly. I'd love to see a lot of the government services you know, end that we don't need. The ATO settles with companies 
more than it litigates. Yes, it does. The ATO often hits companies with tax bills but later decides to settle rather than fight for the money in court. For example, the ATO said in the 2017-18 it hit large corporate giants with $3.7 billion in tax assessments but ended up collecting $2.86 billion in cash, including interest and penalties after audits. Ms. Saint said the ATO was very careful about which cases it litigated and any settlements with large corporations was checked by retired federal court judges to ensure they were appropriate. I mean, I can appreciate the fact that it might be in the interests of the corporates, the businesses, to drag it on as long as possible and to, well, do anything they can to avoid chasing up the tax. Or maybe they've honestly, you know, every business, every Australian, every person will try to minimize their tax any way they can, even if it's writing off stuff they buy for individuals. And if you have shares in a business, you want them to minimize their tax they're paying. It's not possible to litigate each and every case, nor is it an effective use of resources, Miss Saint said. Well, no, yeah, she's completely right there. She's completely right. She also noted settlements often resulted in companies agreeing to lock in future taxes. For example, when BHP made a statement to the ATO last year that it agreed from July 2019 all profits made from its Singapore, Singaporean marketing hub in relation to Australian commodities would be fully subject to Australian tax. Okay, why? But still, we're looking for taxpayers to make changes in their compliance behavior going forward, Miss Saint said. So if we can, let's jump over here and I've got the Excel. We can have a look here. Let's just uh, have a look at how many companies, and this is all the different taxes they paid as a portion of their taxable income. How many paid 30%? So 970 out of the 2,246 paid 30%. You can see here. We'll say how many paid. Let's go 29% and 30%. That takes it up to 1,084. Okay, and we'll do, let's go all the way. Let's say everyone who paid over 25%, nearly half, or over half, 1,280. Okay, now we'll clear all these. Let's see how many paid zero. 159 paid 0% tax. All these ones aren't zero. Oh, it's close enough to zero. That's why it's um, it's rounding it. So 44 grand. Yeah, okay. VOC AIP Limited Partnership Consolidate. Okay, so here we go. Let's have a look at who paid. At who paid divided by zero. So they reported no taxable income and they paid no tax. 573 companies. So I will uh, upload this to the um, Patreon and subscribe star or to the website if you want to get access to it and have a play with this data. But it's interesting to see, guys, what people are paying, what companies are, you know, see how many are paying 15%? Six. So most of them are paying tax, guys. Most of them are paying tax. So 1,514 are paying tax. Now, the thing is, we need to look at ways of, this is where I will agree with the get up people, we need to look at ways of simplifying our taxation system. It's way too complicated, it is a pain. Anyone in small business knows the tax department will go you. It's not good, it should be simplified. We've got so many taxes, it's so complicated. It is just exhausting and it gives an unfair advantage to large corporates that can use loopholes, get advantages. What do you think, guys? You think this is, uh, yeah, 
are we ever actually going to see simplification or reform in the Australian taxation system? Or is it just going to be more and more and more and the government will just push for things like cash bans to stop tradies doing a cash job or personal trainers taking cash in the park? You think that's a real problem? Or these big corporates? Or do we just need to re reform the whole system? If you, you were in charge of our tax system, what would you do? What would you do? Let us know in the comments. And for those of you that are arguing for a flat transaction tax, that's going to add up really quick, really quick. Just think about how many times people move money around, how many times people trade shares. It's not as, not as simple as that. And but then again, maybe it will be. And some people, if they do lots of transactions, might train them to move to crypto or other things. Let me know what you think in the comments, guys. Thank you for watching. Please like, share, and subscribe to the channel. If you're a fan and want to help us produce more content, we have a Patreon where you can make a small monthly donation. We also have merch on the High Success websites and affiliate links for PayPal, eBay, no, affiliate links for Amazon, Amazon, where you buy merch or products, anything really. We receive a small commission, doesn't cost you a cent. Also got one just now with Independent Reserve if you want to buy or trade your cryptocurrency. And we have PayPal if you want to make a donation to the channel. Thank you for all your support, guys. Have a great day and I will talk to you later. Bye for now.